This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Let's talk conspiracies, shall we? I mean, how do they start? And what feeds into them, which can make a lot of people believers of fact, you know, fiction over fact. And sadly, you know, I think it's in large part due to social media. But no question about it. Conspiracies or fake news have become very believable and uh, quite dangerous. When I think of them, I think of Pizzagate. Remember Pizzagate? This is this fantasy where uh, Hillary Clinton ran a pedophile ring out of a pizza shop and then it ended up in a very real shooting. Now there is QAnon, which is an unfounded conspiracy theory that says Donald Trump's waging a secret war against elite Satan-worshipping pedophilias in governments, business, and the media. And what started as a fringe group has certainly picked up a lot of steam and seems to be moving in a dangerous direction. Joseph Yushinsky is a political science professor at the University of Miami and joins me now. Good to have you. Thank you. Professor, just in uh, the past few days alone, Twitter has cracked down on um, QAnon conspiracy theories. They've banned and blocked accounts. But I would think that Twitter's a pretty big part of the problem that fuels these groups, no? Twitter's a part of it, but it's not a huge part of it. I mean, one thing we have to understand is that it's not social media that drives people to their beliefs, because any one of us might come across one of these QAnon accounts or be exposed to one of these conspiracy theories, and we're not going to pay much attention to it or be influenced by it in any way. Uh, the, the bigger problem is that some people have such a hatred for the political establishment. They have a very strong worldview that involves good and evil, and the people they don't like are, of course, evil, um, that it makes it easy for them to think the worst of the people they don't like, um, in this case, that they are satanic baby eaters and child molesters. I know it sounds funny, but they actually do believe that. I mean, um, and when you look at how QAnon came to be, I guess it was out of a 4chan, which is the group for disgruntled men who blame women because they can't get um, um, sex or action. And it seems to have splintered into several offshoots. But who is a follower? Is this mainly men or is it a, a combination of men and women? No, it's men and women. And we have people running for Congress in the United States, um, mostly women. Um, doing well, um, running uh, by talking about QAnon. And we will perhaps have one or two members of Congress uh, next fall or next January who um, used QAnon uh, phrases and ideas in their campaigns. So it's, it's not men or women. It's not Republican or Democrat. It's what binds these people is a hatred of the Washington establishment, a hatred of Hollywood, a hatred of, of just the establishment writ large, because they accuse everybody of being evil. So they want to hang the Obamas, the Clintons, Nancy Pelosi, but also the Bushes and Tom Hanks and Oprah Winfrey. Mm -hmm. Right, so, and so who... There's a lot of people that they want to get. Yeah, and probably uh, me and you after this interview, but I mean... Uh... Mm. Where, where is there a leader of QAnon? Because as I understand it, and look, I don't, I don't follow it. So, uh, or is it that they truly believe Trump is the leader of this? 
So they believe that Trump is involved in the sense that Trump is fighting a battle against the deep state. But the person or persons who are pretending to be this Q top secret agent, we don't know who they are because they're operating on an, on an anonymous uh, message board. And so could this be Russian operatives trying to sow the seeds of, of confusion? I don't think in this case. I think it's an American, and I think it's somebody who who knows um, how to manipulate people with conspiracy theories. Uh, so I don't think it's a Russian, but I do think Russians um, are certainly involved in, in spreading some of this coordinated harassment activity on social media. And I think the dark web is where a lot of this festers, but it is actually um, quite mainstream now. So when we pull on it, you know, there aren't that many people who buy into it. We get between 5 and 10 percent, which sounds like a lot, but for conspiracy theories that I pull on, it's, it's one of the least popular. But the idea of a pedophile deep state working against the president, as wacky as it sounds, it's not new. I mean, this is the plot of Oliver Stone's movie JFK that came out mm. 30 years ago. So it's it's it sounds wacky, but it's actually sort of boring and really not that creative. No, but certainly the, the Epstein matter, which, um, you know, should uh, Gislin Maxwell uh, actually live to tell the tale, will fuel this and only add to it. And, and the U.S. election will certainly add to this. Yeah, most certainly. I mean, these people are following politics and they and they want to be involved and they're only more emboldened in the fact that a few people who support Q are on the ballot in certain districts and may actually wind up in Congress. So this may draw them more into the political process, which personally I don't think is a very good thing. No, it's not. The scary thing is, I mean, Pizzagate was such a <laughs> it was such a ridiculous story. I mean, I'm no fan of Hillary Clinton, but even I was like, give me a break. And yet it did have very dire consequences where a man actually picked up a gun and went and shot into this pizzeria. So there are consequences with people acting out, um, you know, what they believe to be true. I mean, if you think that your political enemies are running a satanic pedophile ring and eating babies for magical powers. I mean, that's almost a call and incitement for violence because of what, what, what because of what they're doing, because of how evil and terrible it is. But because it's not real, <laughs> what you realize is that these beliefs are driving people to act in ways that are completely disconnected from our shared reality. Is it going to just continue to get worse and worse? I don't know. It's Part of this could de depend very much on how the virus plays out, how the election plays out. I'm not sure what these folks are going to do should Trump lose. I mean, they could find some way to meld it into the conspiracy theory, perhaps by saying, you know, Trump is now, you know, fighting the deep state by leaving the presidency. Um, or maybe these people's psyches will just implode on themselves. It's It's hard to know what's going to happen. Nonetheless, uh, it is a, a, a very wacky and wild, weird world, but uh, I appreciate you giving us some insight into it. Thank you. You're very welcome. That is uh, Professor Joseph Yaskinski uh, joining us here tonight. I don't know much about the group, but I do know a lot of conspiracies that float around, and uh, it, it is, it's just simply wild what people will eventually believe when it's simply unbelievable. And... Uh, so that's where we are in the state of this world.